Hey, everybody. Mike Banner, 7 p.m. It's Monday. Time for 62 Who Knew. Tonight, we're bringing back one of our favorite guests and my favorite guest host, Ms. Diane Daniels, national expert on Medicare. So many things to talk about. Welcome to 62 Who Knew. Hey, everybody. Welcome to, to, I think it's the 56th episode. It is, I guess, right. The 56th episode of 62 Who Knew. It's going to be a great show tonight. Before we get to our regular and favorite guest of the night, I do want to thank Miss Carol Golden uh, for our show last week. Uh, Carol is heading an initiative uh, on long-term care insurance for NAFA. Uh, one of the most powerful organizations in the country, and they're just going to be doing wonders. And as all our 62 Who Knew audience knows, long-term care insurance is very near and dear to 62 Who Knew's heart. Um, So many people need it. And right behind that, of course, is the topic of Medicare. And the person to my right, Ms. Diane Daniels, is a national expert on that. But before we get to Diane, as always, uh, we we had broke another record last week. We were close to 90,000 viewers. Thank you so much. Wow. But for the new viewers, yeah, close that's to pretty, 90 grand. Fantastic. 90 grand, yeah, 90,000. Everything's money in my mind. Yeah. Everything's a mortgage at 4.5%. <laughs> now, uh, but before we get going with Diane, I always like to do a little synopsis for the people that are just joining us for the first time. What is 62 Who Knew? What is the premise? The premise is pretty timely, I would say. Every generation as they approach the age of 62, it could be 58, it could be 60, but every generation, my generation, um, my father's, my father's before them, Mm -hmm. every generation pretty much has the same thoughts. Should I pay off my house? Should I take Social Security? Should I defer till a later date? Mm -hmm. Should I work a little more? Do I really need long-term care insurance? Should I let my life insurance go? Have I saved enough money? The questions are endless, but they're the same for everyone. Doesn't make a difference, color, creed, religion, even income bracket. They're the same for everyone for years, except for today's generation, my generation. At 61 and a half years old, baby boomers have one more obstacle, one more hurdle to jump. And what is that? 
longer lifespans. Never before, thanks to modern science, technical, medical breakthroughs, technologies, never before are we living as long as we are now. In fact, according to the American Medical Association, if you make it to 65 in this country, and I just said make it, I didn't say make it healthy, make it, your odds are close to 50-50 on making it to 90. Wow. 65 to 90. 25 years. So if most people want to retire in their early to mid-60s, let's just do the math. 65 from 90 is 25. Less than 1% of this country, 1% has the financial capability of living from 65 to 90 financially with cash reserves. So that is the goal of 62 Who Knew. Every week we bring on an expert about long-term care insurance, reverse mortgages, life insurance, Medicare, Medicare supplemental policies, in-home care, health. The list just goes on and on and on because, again, longer lifespans, there's no doubt about it, is in fact a double-edged sword or a mixed blessing, if you would say. Um, so that's what 62 Who Knew is about. We've been on 56 weeks, which is a year and a month, started obviously at zero, up to 90,000 viewers per week. We're doing a lot of great things. We have a great website that you can go to, www.62whoknew, to get information on long-term care insurance, reverse mortgages, and we're going to be sending you to our guest tonight, Diane, uh, to her website to get information on Medicare and, and different things for that. So without further ado, that's what we're about. But now let's go back and uh, let's welcome back. Is this your third or fourth time? I guess my third. Third time. Yeah, thank third. you for being here. Always. And a special, Always. special Always. thank you about, what was it, about eight, seven, eight weeks ago? Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a, a bad bout uh, with my asthma and really couldn't breathe. And breathing is breathing is good. Very important. Breathing is good. Not breathing, not as good. <laughs> you know, not as good. And uh, I called Diane and I said, you know what? You're the only person I would trust to actually do the show. Uh, I don't want to... I don't want to uh, play a repeat. I called Jay Leno. He didn't. He didn't answer my call. See if he would be co-host. Um, and I said, "You're the only person I would trust." And uh, she came in, and she did the show. And she absolutely <laughs> knocked it out of the park. I was home watching with a nebulizer because I had an asthma attack. <laughs> right? Going, yes! And uh, it was just such a great show. Thank you for doing that. It was my honor. Uh, no, it was ours to have you. But let's get to Medicare because um, we all get it. And there are changes coming. And I know there's more going to be announced. You told me earlier. So you'll come back in November and give us more. But Absolutely. tell us what you think now is happening to Medicare for 2020. What, is the, what are the 90,000, or yeah. maybe if we have an extra person, 90,001 um, need to yes. look for? Yes. Got to be watching and pay attention. That's right. So right now, here we are. It's October 28th, right? Mm -hmm. And we are smack in the middle of the annual enrollment period. Uh, and that really is just for people that are on Medicare Advantage plans mm -hmm. and standalone prescription drug plans. Okay. Uh, this does not involve people who are on Medigap or supplements to Medicare plans. You don't have an annual enrollment period. Okay, You could sign on and enroll into a Medicare supplement plan anytime you want. And you could disenroll from Medicare subplan anytime you want and go back on original Medicare. Mm -hmm. So these are just for our Medicare Advantage and for prescription drug plan 
enrollees. Mm -hmm. This is the time that you should be checking your annual notice from your insurance carrier, checking the changes that they've provided for you for 2020, mm -hmm. and the rise in some of those co-pays and co-insurances, and check other types of plans to see what plan is going to be the best fit for your unique needs in 2020. And you know what it is a percent of people that will actually do what I just asked them to I'm do? I'm afraid to ask, but go ahead, tell me. 4%. That's ridiculous. I was going to get something Four, like 22 or... 4% will actually take the time to review their plan and then compare it against the other plans that are available in their county. There are a lot of plans. So, I mean, come on. But yeah, still, it's yeah. a lot of work for people to do, so I totally can understand it. But it's so important, everybody. You really need to do it. Uh, it's just crazy the amount of money uh, that people are putting out of pocket that they shouldn't have to. Yeah. A lot of plans now have come down in their maximum uh, annual out-of-pocket costs. I mean, here in Florida... Uh, we're still maintaining some of the plans have a maximum out of pocket of only fifteen hundred dollars for mm -hmm. the entire year. That's incredible. Uh, that's incredible. And then they go all the way up to the max, which Medicare set at six thousand seven hundred dollars. So from one extreme to the other, and all in between is your maximum out of pocket. That is definitely one of the largest priority you should be looking at when you're looking at a Medicare Advantage plan. Mm -hmm. So. You got to take it out, people, and you got to take a look and do the comparisons. Medicare.gov just redid their site. Mm -hmm. I mean, poor timing. Yeah. I mean, here we are. All right, we're smack in the middle of annual enrollment. They just like launched it like a week before the annual yeah. enrollment period. So of course, there's a million glitches, a million errors. It's crap. It's crap, government. Okay, I'm just going to tell you. So, yeah. people, I feel bad for you going on there because I'm on there every day, mm -hmm. and um, it, it, it's it's not good. So, it's Obamacare all over again. Yeah, so <laughs> we're all over again. This is a distraction. Yes. This was done for, as a distraction for the politicians. Yes, yeah, there's no <laughs> so doubt. So here we are. Yeah. So that's what we're we're starting with right now in your annual enrollment period. How many people do you think are going to these seminars? Where they'll get a ten dollar Publix card or mm -hmm. you know uh, another gift card to go to go In to Florida, somewhere else. I would hope a lot. Yeah, they, yeah, they all go so they can get yeah. their free gift cards. But you got to remember that these seminars are put on by the insurance carrier specifically, mm -hmm. and it is hard sale tactics. They're not telling you what's the best. They're telling you what they're offering. That's correct. Mm -hmm. And when they get you in the door, they're salivating because they're going to tell you all about their plans. They're going to have you sit down, look up your doctors, and say, see, Michael, your doctor is on this plan. Mm -hmm. This is a great plan for you. Sign here. Mm -hmm. It's really hard, salespeople. So you've really got to have the fortitude to be able to say no. Mm -hmm. Give me my Publix card and walk out the door. Take yeah. the information with you. Yeah, you might be the choice I make, but I'm not making it today. That's right, because you have to compare different plans. How many different plans are out there? Well, I'm going to just tell you in, in here, I'm going to give you a county. It's just easier to do by, let's say, Hillsborough County in Florida, where I predominantly do most of my work. Uh, there's over 100 plans in Hillsborough County. See, so again, people not wanting to have an expert right. you know, dissect that for them mm -hmm. and put it together. It just astounds me, but it astounds me with everything that people do. Uh, no, uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it just does. It does. So let's talk about some of the uh, good things that yes coming out from Medicare. So Medicare has approved uh, a few things that the Medicare Advantage plans can offer as supplemental benefits. They keep using the word supplemental, and then you got supplemental Medicare plan. I mean, they've got it all convoluted. It's mm -hmm. Everybody's confused. So as a supplemental benefit in Medicare Advantage plans, those are going to be your things like 
getting dental care, getting eyeglasses, your silver sneakers, going to the gym, mm -hmm. and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. So Medicare has approved for 2020 some good things. The Medicare Advantage plans do not have to. They're not obligated to offer these benefits in their plans. It's up to them, and it's up to them how much they want to offer. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you they've only dipped their toe for 2020, okay? They're going to kind of check out mm -hmm. the waters and see how people react to it. Uh, one of the things they're allowed to offer now is acupuncture. Wow. So acupuncture has finally been uh, allowed. They've had chiropractor uh, care allowed for mm -hmm. years now, so they've finally started allowing acupuncture. Uh, they're also allowing palliative care. Um, in hospice under Medicare, you would be diagnosed with a terminal disease by a doctor that says you have less than six months to live. And that's where hospice would be introduced. Now Medicare has said if you have been diagnosed with a terminal illness and you have more than six months to live, they're going to allow palliative treatment for that. So that means supporting you, but we're not giving you pain meds and Let's this and about, that. I, I've never heard that word. Yeah, palliative. palliative. What is that? Palliative. So if a person has a terminal illness and they have less than six months to live and you're in hospice, we're not trying to cure you. Okay. We're not trying to make you better because it's not going to happen more than likely. So palliative is keeping somebody comfortable? Keeping them comfortable. Okay. So for someone that's diagnosis terminally ill and they have more than six months to live now medicare said yeah we're gonna we're gonna help you people and we're gonna support you and make you comfortable too i know this is a loaded question i don't know if you can answer it i think that's a wonderful thing mm. but how does a system that is bankrupt in negative trillions of dollars offer even more i mean that, i love that they're doing it we're just going to borrow more to keep doing this? In the regards here for the palliative yeah. care? Okay, so in regards to Medicare Advantage plans, you got to remember that Medicare pays these insurance carriers with their Medicare Advantage plans to manage okay. people's care. Okay. So it's actually a budget. All right. So if you are on a Medicare Advantage plan mm -hmm. the, and you're under ACME's insurance, Medicare Advantage plan, Medicare is actually going to pay ACME insurance a minimum of $10,000 to manage your health care, whether you go to the doctors or not, mm -hmm. because you enrolled in their plan. So that's their budget. Mm -hmm. So that's what they use for you. So if you become terminally ill, they have to utilize that part of the budget to take care of you and offer you palliative care. So you see, so there's no borrowing. Everybody's on a budget in a Medicare Advantage plan. I, say, I never knew that. Yeah. And yeah. if somebody leaves us prematurely... And the insurance company didn't spend the whole 10000 Do they get to keep it? Oh, of course. And there's Please. the profit. There you go. There's some profit right there. God, and, I just learned for, something incredible. And, and look at our people, uh, <clears throat> our, our wonderful, healthy people that are running and are vegetarians. And they go to the doctors once just for the hell of it to say hi, yeah. just to you know keep their name in the computer. They have the yeah, same budget right. They've got the as 10, me, 40 pounds overweight. Exactly, and, exactly. And a rack of ribs That's why you're going to see all these commercials, and you're going to hear them say, zero copay, zero copay to the primary doctor, and zero this and zero that, because they want your business. They want you to enroll in their plan, so it's an incentive to enroll so they get that money. That's what it is. Yeah. You'll never hear the bad parts right. that... It's going to cost 20% of the Medicare allowable cost for chemotherapy, right? Right, mm -hmm. Or it's going to cost 20% of the Medicare allowable cost for dialysis or anything else that's bad. You're only going to hear that zero. And free dental, free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, and yeah. silver sneakers. That's yeah, right. you're only going to hear the good stuff. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, know, I know. But that, so do not ever 
pick up the phone and call an agent when you see the commercial or you read the advertisements in your Sunday paper. Do not, okay, because that's only the good stuff. You mm -hmm. need to do your due diligence or you call your insurance agent, make sure they're independent, that they have a large portfolio of Medicare Advantage plans and Medicare supplement plans and prescription drug plans that they could offer you. So when they hear your needs, they can fulfill those needs and recommend the right plan for you. That's right. what you need to do. So forget about the TV commercials. Yeah, they, they need an expert. And it's amazing how <laughs> they, need an expert. they will hire an expert for uh, to build a room. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, they'll yeah. hire an expert to build a pool or put in a hot tub. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But when they think about hiring an expert, I mean, a hundred different plans in Hillsborough County. That's in the county, one county out of I don't know. Oh, how we many have in a the lot of counties. We yeah. have a lot of counties. A lot yeah. of counties. Yeah, that's exactly. just you know, people have got to stop being what is the um, you know penny wise and dollar foolish. Well, it's just ridiculous. Higher. Our priorities are warped. Oh, yeah. We are uh, warped in this country. Priorities. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's okay? no doubt about that. When I got to watch, uh, the, I'm not watching the World Series because I'm a Yankee fan, so I'm just depressed. Yes, but <laughs> me too. Each one of those guys that are getting up to bat. You know, are making like twenty thousand dollars every time they get up a bat. Yeah, that's depressing. Yeah. that's that's our priorities, though. Yeah, yeah. There's no so doubt about we'll it. We'll Hollywood, walk to you. Yeah. sports. Um, you know, we're I'm not going to get you. off on this tangent. No, but the things we need. Yeah, but, right. Uh, yeah. Long-term care insurance. We might need a reverse mortgage. We need a mortgage. We need Medicare. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. I got to uh, yeah. I got to pay see for what that? the Kardashians are yeah. doing. Yeah, <laughs> no, the world is the world is warped. There's there's no I'm way to serious. get around. It's crazy. Yeah. So, wait, I got a few more good things no, that they're more, offering. More good things. More good things. So, uh, Medicare also said they can have safety devices. So, we're talking about like the uh, the bathroom bars in the shower. Mm -hmm. You know, all those those yeah. nice bars that I they have. So, that. now that's available for people ramps. Okay, for people that need wheelchairs access. Mm -hmm. So they could build or help build the ramps now for that. Um, they're also, oh, this is the best one. I haven't seen it yet in Florida, but they, you know, the opioid crisis, right? So that's been mm. the biggest thing. So they're trying to get on top of this. So a therapeutic treatment for uh, the opioid treatment is a therapeutic massage. Really? Yes. Therapeutic massage can therapeutic take it. Well, it's part of the of the treatment instead yeah. of taking the medications uh, that it would be one of the forms of treatment that they wow. would allow. Yes. So okay. that is also available. Um, also respite care is starting. Really? Yes, it is. Respite care and also Explain home care. Explain to the audience respite care, please. Respite care. So with like the situation we just talked about with hospice, right? Mm -hmm. Most people and their family members and their loved ones have a caregiver in their family or a friend to help with that person who's terminally ill. And they're taking care of that person, and they're working, and they're exhausted. Yes. And it's a full-time position because we you love that, that person, lot. and you want to take care of that person. You don't have any time for yourself. So respite care is where someone can come in, okay, for an hour or two hours a day, twice a week, four times a week, whatever it is allowed. You can get out and just take care of yourself. Just do whatever it is you yeah. want to do, whether it's just take a drive, go to the movies, go shopping, whatever it is you want to do, take that little bit of time for yourself yeah. so you can get your head yeah, back together. We, I always get the chills a, a lot of times when Mark Goldberg is on. You've been no. on. Oh, Mark, yeah, Mark. Yeah. Uh, Bill, uh, yeah. Bill Comfort. When we talk about the caregivers oh. and the percentages of them pre-deceasing. 
oh, yeah, the people they're caring oh. for. It gives me the chills every no, time I say yeah, those, look, I got I say those words. Standing. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's, you know, because you do. You know, I uh, I did that with my dad and wouldn't go back in time and and change that whatsoever. Um, but people, you know, they take time away from their job. The stress level—it's a staggering thing. But you love them and you do it. But a break for that. So let me ask uh, women, is there more good things? I want you to do more good things than I want to ask you a uh, question. Uh, all right, I got two more good things. Two more good and things. They, and they might be a little more, but these are the good, the good yeah. ones I like to highlight. Um, so uh, one of the other things is uh, non-emergency transportation. That is available now, but it's been limited. So you might see on your Medicare Advantage plan, uh, there are 10 one-way trips that you could take to the doctor because you don't have to be responsible to get yourself to the doctor. Okay, if you've got a broken leg and you can't drive, you don't have to depend on your spouse or a loved one or a neighbor or even Uber, okay, to get you to doctors. Yeah. You, you don't have to be responsible for that. So that is set in Medicare and in your Medicare Advantage plans that you could contact your carrier and they have hired a vendor, third-party vendor, to pick you up and drive you to the doctor's appointment. Mm -hmm. That's one way. So that's one trip, and then bringing you back is two. Mm -hmm. You can't stop now along the way and stop at Publix and pick up dinner, but yeah. it's to and from the doctor's office, right? And now they've made it unlimited. So if you, during the year, you're not able to take care of yourself and get yourself to the doctors for whatever reason, boom, you could do it all year round and get transportation. Mm -hmm. Isn't that, that's really good, right? That is incredible. Yeah, that's really good. And this one just came out actually this month in October, and it involves uh, ambulatory blood pressure monitoring. Okay, ambulatory blood pressure monitoring. Okay, I get blood pressure yep. uh, monitoring. Ambulatory is moving around. Very what good. Is this? You're good. You're good. You see, you can figure so this you all can, out. They, they put a sensor on you? Right. You could have like a sensor, or, you know, you might wear it around your neck, but usually it's uh, connected to a blood pressure machine so that it could read your blood pressure and then send the information back to the so doctor. So you could be right? doing great when you're sitting down watching TV, but you get up and make something, your blood pressure goes up and tells somebody. Exactly. That could save lives. It could save lives. It, it is only for one type of person though and that's for the person who experiences white coat hypertension white coat that means when now you you've been just decoding things so let me see you white decode coat that hypertension that means when somebody's running after you with a net in a white coat <laughs> your, your, your heart starts to beat very quickly and your yeah. blood pressure goes up uh -huh. i've had people chase me like that i had white hair yeah right what is it what is so Usually when you go to the doctor's office, you're scared, and you see them coming over yes. and taking your blood pressure, and your blood pressure is always yeah, higher absolutely. because you're nervous. Yeah. So that's white coat hypertension. You go to the doctor's office, your uh, blood pressure is higher because someone's taking it at that the doctor's sense. office. I, that happens right? to me. Yeah. So they've just added this to Medicare. So if your blood pressure, and they need to take it two times while you're there, is uh, the systolic is over 130. Okay. Okay, not higher than 160. All right. And then the diastolic, the bottom number, is over 80, but not over 100. That's and they do that twice during the visit. Yeah. Then you would qualify for this device, and now you could get it and take it home, and they'll monitor it for 24 hours, and the doctor will uh, analyze all the results, and we'll find out how you're doing for the rest of the day. Then if you That's have... pretty cool. Yeah, that, it's, it's excellent because almost everybody experiences white coat hypertension. Yeah, there's no doubt about everybody, that. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. I think, in fact, I, I have a suggestion. I think for men that have to visit the urologist, there should be a rubber glove hypertension. I agree. Because, <laughs> you don't even need the urologist. Don't they do that during a regular annual exam, too? Not my doctor. They don't say bend over and cough? Not my doctor. No? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought should that was they a, do that? I don't know. I, I've never had that done, but <laughs> I've heard that's what... My doctor takes his pants off, too. Is that wrong? 
<laughs> no, that's terrible. I forget that. <laughs> he just walked by laughing. No, that that's just wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, um, so, so are, are those nice so things that the, are available? Yeah, and let me let me make a, I think an observation. This is biting into that profit of the insurance company. It is biting into. I a like bit that of, the government is actually yeah. doing something good for the mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. for the seniors. Uh, unbelievable! I'm right? not anti-government. I'm really not. I'm, I'm not either. Government involved. I'm very patriotic. Me you know too. that. Great. Yep. We both. We are. are in rough shape in this country right now. The, mm-hmm. the values of this country are warped. Yeah. But even at our warped values, this is still the best country in the history of history. People do anything to get I'm with here. You. But um, I'm, it's nice to see Medicare making a move to bite into the trillions of dollars of profit. Of so, like I said, company. it's not mandatory. So, right. and in just in that Hillsborough County, we've got just one plan that decided to do the acupuncture. Uh, we've got one plan that decided to do the safety boss. Most of the plans are doing the unlimited transportation, which is great. That is cool. Yeah. And I don't even think your doctor will know about the ambulatory monitoring blood pressure because they probably don't even know about it. So yeah. you'll have to tell well, that them. That is cool. Yeah, it is. It really, really you is. You can prevent heart attacks with that. Uh, yeah, easily. I mean, really and truly. I know. No. So if you are that type of person who has not been diagnosed with hypertension, but every time you go to the doctor's, you have high blood pressure because of white coat hypertension. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell the doctor you would like to try to get a ambulatory blood pressure monitor. I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's a different angle. I like that angle. You like that? That was pretty cool. Right. Uh, John just our producer just did a different angle that I've never seen, and I like. Well, Whoa, so, and so he changed it. That's and we're back. All right. uh, and we're back. Um, we're back. Okay, so, so, so there you go for those those new ones. I like that. Um, so let me ask a question. Actually, this question was asked of me to ask you by a nice young man. Uh, in Texas, he wants to know, um, should he apply for Medicare when he's like 64 and a half years old? Is he allowed to do that? If so, should he? And when he does, does that mean that he'll be approved like automatically on his birthday or the day after? That's the first part of the question. And then if you can do that, do you have specific carriers that will allow you to do that? that you can suggest, or is that a whole process? And no, no, you okay. have to wait till you're 65. That's a very good question, Texan. Very good question. All right, so. Nice young man. It is. Texas. So, you know, a lot of jobs, uh, people are carrying more responsibilities now, right? They, mm-hmm. they're, everything is about money. Everything is about profit. So they cut people's jobs. They, they're, they're laying off people left and right, and more people are having to take on responsibilities. And our Social Security offices. <laughs> Are like number one. That's that's really? where you can see it. Oh yeah, they, ten thousand people. They're a cutting day them out. I know. Years old. Oh yeah, ten thousand people a day turning seventy. I know. And they're cutting things. They're cutting it all down. So, uh, in your social security offices, the ones that are open, uh, one person is doing like five jobs. So you used to be able uh, to could apply. You know, within six months, we're we're down to three, and I've already had three people. I've sent them over to social security in the last week, and they've gotten turned away. And three months in advance. And three months, which really you're supposed to be able to do that with no problem. So if you're already on Social Security, you're going to be automatically enrolled in Medicare. You're going to get your card in the mail, okay, within the three months okay. prior to your 65th birthday. If you are not enrolled in Social Security, the government doesn't know you want Medicare, so you have to enroll yourself. Okay. Okay, so these are for those people. So I would still apply three months prior to your 65th birthday. And if you are still working, then you're going to need to get two forms. One is for the kind of confirmation from your employer 
that you have been receiving your uh, insurance from the employer. Mm -hmm. And then the second one is to enroll in Part B because you're going to get Part A, okay, which is your where you stay overnight for treatment, right. hospitalization, hospice, and skilled nursing care. So you'll need those two forms. Bring them on down to the Social Security office. Give it to the representative. They'll send it in. You'll get a letter from the Social Security Administration saying, hey, thanks for applying for Medicare. We've got your application. It's being processed, and you're going to be effective on blah, blah, first of the month of your birthday. So it's not your birthday when you're 65. No, it's, it's the, the first, first of the month. Even if it's before you're 65. Of the mm -hmm. month of that, your birthday. That's when it's going to be. Right. And well, if your birthday falls on the 1st, it will be the month prior to. So if really? your birthday is December 1st and you're going to be 65, they'll make it effective November 1st. So everybody that is deferring their Social Security, it, you know, by this time, if they're 62, it means they're not getting it until they're 66 or 67. They have to enroll on their own. They do. Medicare. Yes, they do. All right. But if you're already in it. Um, it's automatic. It triggers the government to send out your card because you're in the system. All right. Now, I've asked financial planners, authors, a lot of people this question. I don't think I've ever asked you this question in the few times you've been here. The school of thought of, you know, being 62 and grabbing it while you can, you're going to get it for a longer time, or deferring Social Security, you get it for a shorter time, but it's a bigger check. Is there a yes or no or right or wrong, or is it up to that individual's income bracket, how much longer they continue on really working? What, what is the right answer to that? I, I do believe it is up to the individual, mm -hmm. totally, because we all have different financial situations, mm -hmm. different health situations, mm -hmm. right? Some are married, some are not. We have other people that we need to care about. So it has to be an individual decision. Uh, some people don't want to be working anymore and they want to you know grab it and collect the money as soon as possible mm -hmm. so it, it's really got to depend on the individual now, till a certain age though you depending on how much like i know i'm going to be working past the age of 62 mm -hmm. i mean i'll be what's, what month is this October. <laughs> it's almost november right. so you know in nine months i'm going to be 62 and unless you know my plan B for retirement, which is buying lottery tickets, unless that you know works out in the next nine months, I'm going to be working past 62. So I would be paying taxes on my Social Security. Is that correct? Yeah. My normal income taxes. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm in a 30% bracket at my at my job, they're going to take 30% of my Social Security. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now they're going to tax it, or they're going to no, they're going to tax it. Yeah. They're going to tax it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. okay. Um, so I would speak to your financial advisor because that's their world and mm -hmm. their realm. Uh, you know, and figure out where you are and what you have put away. If you have enough for retirement, if you're not, you know, and all those kind of questions that they're going to bring up, mm -hmm. and then make that decision. You yeah. know, based so it on it definitely their is a an individual. There's no right or wrong. No, you know, it's no, got to no, be no. up to you. It's totally up to the person. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Very good. You know. Now I know some more things are coming down the pike. They haven't been, uh, you know, officially listed yet. Uh, but you're going to come back in November. When, when do they come out officially? Oh, oh, there's no, you know, time. Oh, there, there is? Oh, wait, there, a couple of years ago, they, they announced it. It was almost like freaking New Year's Eve, for God's sake. You know, really? Barely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so they have to announce and it. And last year, they did it pretty early, though. Last year, they I think it was the by the second week of November, I think they announced it last year. Do you have a, an idea? Of I, I don't have any inside information, people, but just based, you know, on what's been going on and how they scared the hell out of everybody a few years ago, um, I, I think it will, you know, go up to probably close to 150 a month. 
It's really? one thirty-five fifty now for people that are That's making adjusted bad. gross income of eighty-five thousand or less. Uh, I think it would be go up to about one fifty max. And then for your Part uh, A, if you're just on original Medicare, it's one thousand three hundred sixty-four dollar deductible. If you were an inpatient in the hospital, I expect that to go up fifty to one hundred dollars. That's not so bad. Not so bad. And then your Part B. Uh, deductible right now is $185. Uh, I do not believe that that will go over 200 You know, they like oh. to creep up as close as they can, so then the next time yeah. they'll go over the amount. Yeah, a small increase. Yeah, it's not too bad at all. It's I mean, really not too bad. $150, just take one less aspirin when you're in the hospital. Uh, yeah, exactly. exactly. But here, here's what uh, everybody out there, so they'll know. If you hear the news on the news that you're getting a raise in Social Security, that's the trigger that tells you more than likely that's your Part B premium, your premiums, everything's going up. Okay. If you don't get a raise in Social Security, you can go, whew. Yeah. Yeah, you, it's not going to go up. All right. We've discussed this um, in private once, when I think when we first met, or right around when we first met. Um, you know, obviously, you know, the election's a year away, just about a year away. And, of course, we have, uh, you know, Bernie pushing Medicare for all. And I try and do some research on this. But and this Senator is, Warren. And sen- yeah. 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 You know, Bernie, Bernie means well. That, this is my opinion. We try not to be yeah, we don't, uh, we're political not, yeah. here. I think eventually we're going to have to be, especially when we go to a panel show, because an opinion is an opinion. And I will tell you, I have to admit this, I, I looked at Bernie um, as Crazy Uncle Bernie for a while, you know, that wants everything to be free. And then I'm going to plug another... Uh, another um, podcast, not that he needs my plug, uh, but I listened to a, an hour and a half intense uh, interview of Bernie Sanders by Joe Rogan, who has mm-hmm. one of the top podcasts, yep, and I love Joe Rogan. Yeah. And my son Joshua made me watch it. He said, you got to watch it, and you'll stop calling him Crazy Bernie. <laughs> um, well, the truth of the matter is I still didn't agree mm-hmm. with a lot of what he had to say, but I have to admit he ain't crazy Uncle Bernie. This is one intelligent man. He is and very I intelligent. Tell you, yeah. I've always listened to different things going, yeah, he's crazy, he's crazy. He's not crazy. He's quite intelligent. Mm-hmm. Didn't agree with a lot of it. Mm-hmm. There's no way in the world he's ever going to be president. This, don't, I'm sorry. Don't get mad and not watch 62. Who knew? But as long as he gets up in front of a microphone and says he's, says he's a socialist, the best capitalistic country in the history of history is not electing a socialist. But... I did listen to his Medicare for All. Joe Rogan, who's a great interviewer, said, how do you pay for it? How do you pay for everybody's free college? I kind of liked his answer, to be honest with you. We won't go into that right now. But what, I mean, you, I'm not an expert at this um, at all, to say that as an understatement. What do you think about, not just Medicare for All as a theory, because I think as a theory it's a very nice thing, but his specific plan. Have you researched it? I, I have, but I didn't listen to his interview with Joe but you know I'm going to now, yeah, right? Because I, I, I didn't know he was on the show. It changed my mind about this man. When I see him on TV now, yeah. I don't go to a different station. I listen to what he says. Yeah. I ain't voting for him, but hey, that's okay. That's okay. But that's I do okay. like him. Yeah. I'd have him over for dinner. So you have to think about it. Medicare for all, he, he's talking about every single person. And I hope he means that means everybody in the house, too. It better mean all the politicians. If it's Medicare for all, then it better oh, be they'll, for they'll everybody. Exempt themselves just like they well, did I'm just, I'm just saying, right? Come on. Yeah. If you're going to speak for all, that's mm-hmm. that's a big word. Okay. That's right. So, what will happen is it if they sign the dotted line. That's it. Private insurance is over. Boom. The next day. Mm-hmm. Okay. That automatically is going to mean 
millions of people are going to lose their job. Yeah. yeah tens of millions. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's just the sure. next that's day. For sure. Okay. You're talking about uh, retirees from uh, employers from federal, state, and other corporations. Yeah. They could decide, that's it. Your benefits are over. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about multi, again, millions and millions of people. We're talking about revolting people. in the streets. Yeah, okay, we, and we, we're just talking about a 24-hour period, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Do they talk about this when they're standing on the stage debating? Mm-hmm. No, they don't talk about this, okay? Is there any phasing, or is that really what he wants? Boom. Well, there has to be phasing because you have to fund it, just like original Medicare. Okay, that got started in July of 65, but it wasn't funded, mm-hmm. right? You had to start with the tax. And, and then start paying into the FICA fund, which is for Social Security and for Medicare. And then over the two years, it was funded enough for the people that were turning 65, boom, and everybody yeah. could get in, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they would have to do again. But we're also talking about a major tax hike. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, major. Yeah, we're ha- talking like 20%. Mm-hmm. 20%. That, that is, we're talking catastrophic here. Yeah. Okay. Now, Joe Rogan did bring that up, and I will tell oh, you his I, yeah. answer. Tell me his answer. Yeah, and I, I, I'll listen I was again. Kind of cool with uh, it. He said he wants to have a luxury tax uh-huh. that charges a quarter of a percent mm-hmm. to every stock ex- every stock exchange. Every you and me, if we buy fifty shares tomorrow of General right. Motors, there is a quarter of a percent luxury tax, and he says. That will not only fund Medicare for all, it'll fund education, it'll fund everything. He says a quarter percent from the rich when somebody buys $50 million in stock or $10 million or a million. I mean, if I buy $5,000 worth, yeah. what is that quarter I, of a point? Yeah, exactly. Who cares? I know. He goes, but most people on the stock market are not buying $5,000. they are buying millions, and they don't pay anything for that luxury. Mm-hmm. Let them pay. I don't know if the math works. I don't either. But he says it does. I don't know. And I, I, I really was expecting higher income taxes, higher mm-hmm. this. And he blurts out this luxury tax on every stock transaction. I wouldn't mind that. Of course, I don't buy a lot of stock. And I bet so, you, and how, and I bet you how many? Yeah, but what, what percentage of people are really trading? Well, I don't know. I don't know the ma- uh, numbers know the either. Percentage of people, but the but there's a lot of people that don't. Yeah, but the number every day is huge. I don't know. So I don't know either. I, it's I, all so far beyond normal people that yeah. you really can't say, is this good know. or not? Yeah. Um, I don't know. For and all, then let's just talk about one other thing. Mm-hmm. So like getting an MRI, let's just say, right? Huh? Your, your doctor writes a prescription for your MRI. Uh, you know, you check to make sure it's in your network. You call up, you make the appointment. Usually we get it, what, about three to five days we could get it? A yeah. week yeah. the most, right? This happens... Now we'll be waiting months. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah. Months. Yeah. Okay? And prior to Obamacare, if you were sick and it was in the evening and you couldn't get to your doctor's office and you had a fever, where do you go to get treated? Emergency room. Emergency room. They had to take you. You went. Boom. Yeah. That was the end of it. No matter what. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen again because they're going to have to wait. To get these tests, these these procedures, this and that, there's going to be we're going to be influxing the emergency rooms all over again. I've learned I won't say in 61 years because I didn't learn the first few years too much, <laughs> um, but I'd say it like almost anything that ends in for all usually doesn't oh, work. No. For all is rough, you know. Uh, when um, 
you know, politicians in Washington said everybody should own a house. Yeah. All people should own a house. Mm -hmm. So they readjusted the mortgage world to where you could get a mortgage if you had no money down and bad credit. And that caused the, the country to almost fall apart in 2008. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it well, took five, yeah. Everything I just told you in 24 hours we're going we're yeah, to be well, falling apart here. So I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I do have some uh, arguments with people every now and then. Well, everybody deserves that. What they deserve and what they can have, unfortunately, it sounds mean, are two different things. Mm -hmm. I mean, when people come out and say health care you know, is, right, is, a, is a right to everybody, and then when a certain part of the political world says, but it's not a right, it's a privilege. I don't know about either one of those. It, it mm -hmm. should be a right for everybody in this great country. Mm -hmm. It really should be a right. Mm -hmm. um, but it can't cost millions and millions of people no. their jobs. No, it can't. And if you look at Medicare and Social Security and how bankrupt it is, now we want to turn over our health care to the same. I mean, look at the post office. I love everybody at the post office. Mm -hmm. They're the best people. But hundreds of millions of dollars in the red. Yeah. Everything that's run by the government is not good. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just can't see handing over health care to that. No. Um, at no. all. No. And if they listen to the show that I, uh, you know, that, that I you, did for you. When you, when you when were, I couldn't yeah. get Jay Leno. Yeah, when I was your guest host. Correct. Because <laughs> Jay didn't pick I'm up the phone. Glad I got you yeah, now. Exactly. So, Hell with Jay. I, I, did, I did so much on it. I'm not calling Jay anymore. No more, He's Jay. off the table. He's all, You're off the table. <laughs> But if anybody wants to go back and listen to that show, I did a predominantly a great amount of time on mm -hmm. the Medicare for All topic. But I, I introduced what I said what I thought was a good idea. Number one, take take Obamacare and let's keep all the good things about it. Yeah. And let's fix what's not working. Right. Okay, so we already have a document to work with. Yeah. A foundation. Right. Yeah, you do. And I mean Medicare the way it is now, you know, over fifty years later, it, it wasn't beautiful when it first started. They right. had to work out the kinks. Yeah. Okay, they had to go door to door. Really? To get people enrolled. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So, you know, there was a lot of problems in the beginning for that, too. But it's come a long way. And when you make the changes and you make the right changes, and we still have little bits of problems like yeah. the loophole where they haven't negotiated with pharmaceutical companies. How do you like that? Yeah. You don't think that was an accident, do you? I don't. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that was an accident at all because pharmaceutical companies are one of the biggest lobbyists for politicians. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do a whole uh, show on right. that oh, one day. Oh, God. There's nothing more dishonest. Uh, it's terrible. It but anyway. the gun lobby look like Barbie dolls. I, oh, yeah, Barbie doll. I like yeah, that, like yeah. a Barbie doll. But I love our Medicare program, and I want to keep it just the way it is, and I would love if they would just start Medicare Junior. That's what I want to call it, Medicare Junior for people under 65, Start it fresh. Start introducing a tax. You got to raise it some, not twenty yeah, percent. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, I, you know, just raise it a reasonable amount. What's a reasonable amount? I don't know. Another five percent, mm -hmm. and start introducing. Uh, no, on FICA. Oh, I just on yeah, FICA. Yeah, in, in FICA. Yeah, I agree. I, we're that. paying. We're paying for it now. Everybody's used to it. Everybody knows what it is. Mm -hmm. So for those people, start it there, and it, it will get start to get funded. And boom, 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 boom. And within two years, three years, now it's funded and it's ready to go. One of the things that staggers me out of the so many things that we don't do, how about just raising, you know, there's a cap every year mm -hmm. on your Social Security. You right. make a certain amount of money. I don't remember what it is this year. Is it 128000 yeah. or 132000 I'm, I'm in the middle of Medicare season. I can only think Medicare you know, right the, now. That's all I know, think. Every year it goes up a little. But yeah. if you make more than that, mm -hmm. they stop taking Social Security right. out of your check. I just don't understand... Um, and I'm going to use Tiger Woods. I love Tiger Woods, so I'm not using him as a bad example. How I can be paying the same thing into Social Security 
as Tiger Woods. Why don't they raise that? Stop capping it and pay, what is it, six, I think it's 6.25%. Why isn't somebody making a million dollars paying 6.2% into Social Security? Why is he capped the same guy, the same way as Joe Mortgage got here? Yeah. I don't get it. We would solve Social Security like that. Well, they do the same thing uh, with Medicare. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, um, in regards to paying your Part B premium, as I mentioned before, if you make under eighty-five thousand, okay, which is the majority of our country, right? Oh, yeah. They're paying one hundred thirty-five fifty a month for their Part B, B as a boy premium. Mm-hmm. They have it tiered. So if you if you make higher than that, that it will pay more according to your income. Right. They added in twenty nineteen an additional tier. Okay. <sighs> now yeah. that was for people that make. 500000 or more, okay? okay? And are you ready for how much, whether they make 500000 and one penny or $10 billion, how much they pay each month I'm for their Medicare? Oh, oh, for God's sake. $470 and change. Yeah. All right, people, you see what I'm saying? The, that is ridiculous. Let's make it fair. The corruption is staggering. Insane. Every time I learn more from I'm you. I'm serious. It's Mark, crazy. Bill, I know. It's God. insane. It's The corruption is Staggering. Staggering. Five hundred grand, and they're paying four hundred and seventy-seven dollars more than me. Exactly. The, no, million, the, the millionaires. That's all they're yeah. paying. That's the most they pay. That's it's correct. Just, Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. <sighs> I'm <sighs> telling you, and they're proud of that because they added that tier in 2019. Oh, yeah, they, they're, they're so proud, proud of it. Of it. Yeah, yeah, very proud of it. All right, let's talk about prescription drugs because yes. I bet you the people are waiting to hear about yes. the prescription drug plans. We all need them. We all, <laughs> we all need them. I know. <laughs> they drive us so crazy. We're all on I drugs. I have to get to so, Walgreens before <laughs> 9 o'clock when we end this show. I need them. So Medicare set for the deductible, okay, the annual deductible for prescription drug plans in 2020 is $435. So if a prescription drug plan uh, utilizes the deductible, that's the max they could set it at. Okay. They can set it at zero, which some plans have, and they have them all in between. Mm-hmm. So from one extreme to the other. So some of the plans do have it. Some of the plans don't. Some of them have also introduced where you have tier one and tier two drug prescriptions. You don't trigger the deductible, but if you hand in a prescription for a tier three or higher drug, that triggers that deductible. Is that like a narcotic? Uh, yeah, most brand drugs okay. would be under that. Okay, okay some generics, but yeah, uh, okay. the, especially with narcotics, that could be included. So that would trigger that deductible. The person would have to pay, start paying that out of pocket until they reach the deductible, and then they would start paying their copay or coinsurance under the benefits of the plan. All right? Uh, now what happens is, is January 1st, we get a nice little bucket on the table, and the government has set an amount a threshold of $4,020 for 2020. For a person? Nope. Just listen. That's just the threshold of this bucket. Okay. Let's say you have prescriptions. You take lisinopril. Lisinopril is a high blood pressure medication. I wish to God I own stock in lisinopril because 99% of my clients are on lisinopril. Really? All right. It is a generic. Most people, it's a tier one. Most people pay no copay for it or $1, $2, something like that. Let's just say for the sake of this uh, example... It's $100 for a 30-day supply of lisinopril. Mm -hmm. Medicare only cares about that $100 cost. They don't care that you're paying zero out-of-pocket for the Mm -hmm. lisinopril. So we're going to take the $100, that's the total amount of the lisinopril for 30 days, we're going to put it in the bucket. So every time you get a prescription, Medicare only cares about the total cost of that medication going into the bucket. Okay. So when that bucket reaches $4,020, that's the threshold. After that point, 
you were paying zero for the lisinopril, but now you're going to pay 25% of that Medicare allowable cost of $100. Mm -hmm. So now you'll be paying $25 okay. for that medication, for all your medications now. Mm -hmm. Now you're into what's the coverage gap, which was called the donut hole. Mm -hmm. So they decided just to not call it the donut hole. Uh, we call it the coverage gap now, and it's a flat 25% for brand and generic drugs. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's still expensive. It's a yeah. little bit better, but it's still expensive for people. Right. Very so now the next threshold is once you've paid $6,350 out of pocket for yourself, mm -hmm. now you will reach the catastrophic phase. And at that point, you would pay $3.60 for generic drugs or $8.95 for brand drugs or 5% of the cost, whichever is higher. So in our example, 100 bucks for lisinopril, 5% is $5. That's not bad. It's a generic, so that's higher than the 360 so you'll pay to $5 for the lisinopril. Mm -hmm. You will continue that amount until December 31st, which then is everybody's favorite time of the year because when that ball drops and it's New Year's Day, start again. we start all over again and we get the new threshold for the new bucket. That's how the plan works. It's across the country, people. It's standardized, mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter where you live. Here in Florida, you can live in New York, California, Utah, wherever you live. In the mountains, we don't care. That's, mm -hmm. It's the same for everybody. So whether you're on a Medicare Advantage plan, whether you're on a standalone prescription drug plan, this is how it works. Unbelievable. And this is the worst part of Medicare is prescription drugs. Yeah, because I know when I write a reverse mortgage for someone, we never ask what medicine they take. That's yeah. not one of yeah. the questions, Yeah. even though a mortgage application is the most intrusive application in the world. But inv invariably, you're sitting at a kitchen table or a dining room table, and, and somebody says, oh, my God, you know, I'm going to save, you know, let's say we're eliminating the mortgage payment. Right. We're going to save $800 you know, uh, a month you know, by not having a mortgage payment. That'll almost pay for both our prescriptions. Oh. And the first time I hear that, I go, I mean, the first time I heard it years ago, I went, excuse me? Because I was younger and I wasn't taking anything. Mm -hmm. I take stuff now. Um, but, yeah, you spend. I take Trilogy for my asthma. Yep. Um, that without coverage is like $300 a month. Mm -hmm. What I don't like is with coverage is it's 20 I mean, I'm sorry. I love Trilogy. It makes me breathe. What a ripoff. It is a ripoff. I mean, that, that's your proof right there. I'm telling if you. If you have insurance, it's three. If you don't have insurance, it's 300 If you do, it's 20 They're not billing my insurance company for 280 Mm-hmm. That's what I said. We got to. I'm done. So, so this is how I've been helping um, people, Medicare beneficiaries, with their prescriptions. If your copay is over $100 for a medication, well, then you need to sit down and do a little bit of research, people. Okay, go on to a discount uh, website like goodrx.com. Yeah, I love goodrx. Love it. Yeah, I do. You just put in your zip code and type in the drug that you're taking and, and put in the, the number of days, 30-day supply, if it's a tablet or whatever it is, and it will tell you the cash price at your local stores, Yeah. all the different ones. You just take that coupon, and if it's cheaper than you would have to pay on your Medicare prescription coverage, yeah. forget about the Medicare. Or even your just, normal insurance. Exactly, or your regular insurance. Yeah. Just take the coupon and go pay the cash. Yeah. The other option... I tell people, call Canadian Meds. Can you be sure you're getting... I mean, I know we love the Canadians. They're our friends. A. Um, can you be sure you're getting... I'm not even sure we're getting high quality in America, so this may be a stupid question. Are we getting the same quality with Canadian meds? Okay, so you, are you ready for us here in America? Yeah. Before we even get to the Canadians. Here in America, do you know who adds the fillers to your medication? 
besides the uh, proponent ingredient that's your active ingredients in your drug? No. China. Really? Okay. So China is filling your drug with the fillers that go into your prescription drugs. On all prescription drugs? I don't think it's every single drug, but, but a, lot. a lot of the medication. So anything yeah. China doesn't do? I don't know. I don't think so. That's They're amazing. pretty damn good. Yeah. See? So, never mind the Canadians. We can't even do it ourselves. we got to be shipping out again. I don't trust them. I'm sorry. No, I, I do I, not. I don't blame you. Okay? Like so, it. for the Canadians, uh, I work with a group in Apollo Beach. Uh, that's an area that when, if Can I need to get them? prices. Cool? Sure, why not? Hey, mention that's Canadian men's on, on Apollo Beach. Uh, married down there. So, there you go, guys. And they do a great job. I call... It's Canadian Meds okay, in, Canadian in, Apollo meds in Apollo Beach. Beach. Yep, right, in Apollo Google Beach, that, Florida. Guys, look it up. Save yeah. money. You can call. Mary always answers the phone. She's great if you need to get a price for a drug. The only thing that they don't do is you can't do something that's refrigerated because they're importing this. from, yes. And it's either from, she told me, so they get them from the uh, pharmaceutical company in Canada, England, Israel, New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. So they can That's come the from there. The I, I know it is, but hey, we we want to get the drugs at a discount and, and the best we can. There you go. I've had a few times, I've mentioned it on the show before, that mm -hmm. when I go to pick up my stuff, and I take stuff, um, where the pharmacist has said those two um, we didn't do through your insurance. And I've said, well, why? It We're just not doing it through your insurance, <laughs> Mike, okay? I go, okay. And then I walk out and I look at the receipt and I go, oh, my God, that's less than I pay yeah. with the insurance. Yeah. And there are certain times I have to give the plug. I'm sorry, I go to Good RX. Yeah, you know, that you can go to Publix and get certain stuff for free. Exactly. I mean, my God, for free. for free. I know. I know. That's a good price. But but if you're paying a twenty dollar copay, they'll want you to pay your twenty dollar copay on your insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Just amazing. No, no, it's it's crazy. So for 2020 in Hillsborough County, again, I'm sorry to keep bringing it up because that's no, just that's my home. predominant. No, 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 um, there are 27 available prescription drug plans, standalone prescription drug plans for 2020. And they, they go from $13.20 to $150 and change a, a month. month. Mm -hmm. You've got to be taking a lot of medication to pay that. Uh, that's just the premium. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Now we're not even talking about the co-pays or anything. Yeah. The premium. That's why people need to have an expert. You need an expert, people. Did we? I know we have a big clock on our screen, and sometimes I can't see the bottom. John, have we put up uh, Diane's website at all during the show? It was up good. All right, very cool. What We've it, been so busy talking. I know. Yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't even been, know what's going I on out there. I have looking at the screen. Oh, there we go. <laughs> no, please go to Diane's website. Um, again, you're building a room. You get an expert. Um, you're getting a bowling ball drilled. You get an I expert. know. I mean, my <laughs> God, right, this right. is your medicine. I know. Uh, I, you you I want know. a tennis racket. I mean, you either go to Whatever Kmart and buy one, or you go to a professional tennis place and get an opinion from a professional. Golf lessons, but you talk about long-term care and Medicare and Medicare supplemental policies, and should I do Part A, should I do this? And people go, yeah, I'll look it up. No, you won't No, you're not going to look it up, and even if you do, you're going to get disgusted, and you're not going to look up everything you should be looking up. Yeah. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, take a little control on your ego and say <laughs> this is not what you do for a living. Um, hey, I would, I would never try to install a, a fan with a light in yeah. my ceiling. Hell no, no. I wouldn't. You know, I'm lucky I changed the batteries in my, yeah. uh, the fire thing. Well, my friends and relatives are thinking he can't do that. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm... Fire alarm. Yeah. That's all I, I do. I can't do anything mechanically. No. Nope. Yeah, I'm mechanically declined. Yeah, I'm declined too. Yeah, me too. So, oh. 
Well, as always, so you're going to come back as soon as they make the announcement. Oh, yeah, as yes. soon as the government, you know, gets off their tushy and decides to make the announcements, they might be good again this year. Let's see what happens. But, again, pay attention. If you do not get a raise in Social Security, rah, 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 then you won't have to worry uh, about your Medicare Part B premium. It won't be going up. Okay. And, of course, I know I made the announcement actually over the summer that we are turning 62 Who Knew into a panel show. And uh, Diane's going to be one of the regulars on our panel. Um, and we didn't do it over the summer uh, due to some stuff, uh, great stuff. The audience is growing. We're getting ready to do our podcast, which also was delayed over the summer. Everything gets delayed. That's yeah, right. We're not even the government. We're just uh, no, we're not even. We're the regular yeah. people. Yeah. We're the regular if people. If it was the government, it would be a lot longer. Oh, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. But it will be starting right after the first of the year. Our audience you know, continues to grow. I thank everybody for watching. That's fantastic. 62 Who Knew Well. It's That's great, of, people. Good for you. It's great guests. Like you got to learn. They're not, they're not tuning in to listen to me, that's for sure. <laughs> sure they are. <laughs> yes, they are. So uh, next week, this coming Monday, a week from Monday, we're bringing back also someone who really should have come back a lot sooner, but she's been busy traveling the country. We're bringing back Miss Laura Banner, uh, who is the founder of Compassionate Education. You know, everybody thinks of Alzheimer's, and it's the worst thing in the world to me it would be the worst way to go but what I've learned from Laura and in talking to her and her first time on the show and yes she is a relative so we talk more often than most of my guests you know that Alzheimer's is just one part of dementia mm -hmm. and it's really kind of amazing she was on almost four months ago when we were averaging about 30 to 40,000 people per month and in that month that we had her when we took the jump from like 40,000 to 60,000, the four topics were you, Medicare with you, right. Mark Goldberg with long-term care, Laura with different forms of dementia and what to do and how the family is affected, and myself with reverse mortgages. Kind of amazing. Long-term care amazing, insurance, yeah. mm -hmm. Medicare, dementia, reverse mortgages. Almost sad. Wow. That, yeah. that was our four biggest shows. Wow. But that was that month, that was the jump from 35, 40, 50, 60,000, and it's been growing ever since. And here we are at the cusp of over 100,000. We've got to get over 100,000. So, and then millions. And we're uh, trying to. Uh, we're really trying very hard to change the time of the show. We have a little less than a minute. We're not sure when that's going to happen. Um, but one of the things we did learn in the last year, uh, and I'm so proud of our growth, but we are on between 7 and 8 when mm -hmm. our particular audience is all watching Wheel of Fortune. And after that, Jeopardy, which is two things I love to watch. I watch but, it, too. But that is... Our audience, tens of millions of people are watching that and not us. So we're doing our best and we're working uh, with John, John Gaston, the founder and president of WeBeam TV. We're going to try and come on a little earlier mm -hmm. in the new year. That's good. And uh, yeah. I want that Wheel of Fortune um, uh, audience because yeah, yeah. if we can get up to three, four million, that would be fine. Super. We'll take that jump from 80,000 right to four million. Right to John, 4 million. can we do that just from, from, uh, from 80,000 to three, four million? <laughs> no, John is saying no problem in my in my ear. There is three seconds left. Thank you so much. Next week, Laura Banner. Thank you.